You're not building a ball storage if you don't have any balls. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 158, with Jason Fitzgerald and Randy James. That was a great intro. Hell yeah, I know. It's, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of went back to the original. Or did I? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. What will we end up with? Um, yeah. So we got a ton of mail. Uh, all I got to do is keep referencing the mail. And it's like the show is just doing itself by all our wonderful listeners. This is amazing. We got new friends, new friends, some new friends, some old friends. Uh, where do you want to start? Oh, there was one other thing I wanted to check on on uh, because I knew there was some activity on, and it was the Facebook page. Somebody, oh, jeez, clicky clacketing. I know. Do you want to do mail right away or uh, do some follow up? You got you got show. something to follow up? Oh, uh, nothing too exciting. MCAS is over. Haven't heard anything on that. No big deal. Oh yeah, that's uh, right. That's right. Tintin books. MCAS thing. Did, did I? Uh, yeah. Did I mention? The review I had with my son about the the MCAS, the second you day. Did not, yeah, let's hear. Yeah, so the first day he's like, oh yeah, it was great, and he and he, he like recapped the whole thing, and he he like knew uh, what he was doing, like he he was able to speak about the test. We obviously had a good a good handle on the material, yeah. and uh, the second day he took the test, he's like, there was four of the five questions I had no idea. I was like, wait, what? Four of the five? Four? And I couldn't actually. I think. <laughs> I think what he was trying to tell me, it was late, and he was like half asleep when he was telling me this, but I was like, oh, yeah, how did MCAS go? And he's like, well, and I think what he was saying, there was one of the five he had no idea on. Um, well, we'll see when so. he repeats the fourth grade. Yeah. <laughs> no, unfortunately, well, no, fortunately or unfortunately, no, <laughs> they're, not, they're not tied to it. They're, you know, it's sort of weird. It's just this high pressure thing that they do. At, so, all right. Doesn't have to be high pressure. Let's put the context thing. No, no, no. I know it doesn't have to be, but a little context here. MCAS is standardized te- standardized testing that happens in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. it's M Massachusetts something something aptitude. You failed that test. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what MCAS stands for. Do you? <laughs> Collective Association of Students. Hmm? No, not good. You're Massachusetts it up. Comprehensive Assessment System. There you go. Close. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we test, then, the, we yeah. test the kids. They yeah. take tests. Oh, the, the funny thing is, though, that, I mean, well, what's funny to me is that they allocate, you know, a significant amount of school time around it, but it doesn't tie to their school performance at all. Well, where are they going to do it? Well, I know, but it's just... It's, it's not just, tied to their school evaluation. It's basically, it's basically like the school's performance. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know what they do with the information in the end, but... Yeah. It might be good to have a lot more kids fail them. Maybe you'll get more funding, right? I, I don't think so because they're it like could, eh, could, that school's failing. We have to cut bait on that one, and well, they, they let can't, it go. You can't shut it down. Then where do the kids go to school? They uh, no, they might uh, they might swoop in there with some assistance. Okay, I want you to try that in your town. Have okay. talk to all the next year, all the fourth graders, and see. Just all right, Max. Tell you and your buddies to bomb the test. Right, bomb it. <laughs> well, I don't think we have to try that hard. We could just look it up. And check check which towns did well. I have something on. Oh yeah, that's right. I guess we could do. That seems like something I'll forget about. There's probably data. There's no no analysis on that. History. Um, You don't have to start the experiment now. No. Okay. Well, uh, so that was done. That was good. Um, 
what else has happened in the lives of my, uh, oh yeah, we, we had a, a weather change here, a somewhat significant weather event. Mm-hmm. New, New England yeah, goes New England. from uh, snowing last week, I think, right? It snowed last week yeah. quite heavily. Mm-hmm. To Today it was like 90 degrees. It got up to really high 80s. Yeah, uh, there are snow piles around and it's 80 something degrees today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No joke. Yeah, no. really warm. Yeah. Oh, I know. We, we went to uh, Erickson's tonight. Mm-hmm. That's my ice cream. That's where they sell ice cream. Yeah. For those yeah. of you who don't know. Um, it's fascinating. And yeah, people appear, this relates to something that happened to you, but apparently when it's warm, people go outside more. I saw a lot of people outside and they do dopey things. Yeah. So uh, what I talked to Randy about earlier and that he's alluding to is my daughter ended up at not only the dentist yesterday, but also the emergency room. And uh, so what happened? And we got some, I got some more feedback on this story. Um, short story: she crashed her bike. Long story: she, you know, we live on the hill. She drove her bike up from the hill, down, I do, I do. down yeah, from I do. the hill. Yeah, well, we live mm-hmm. on a hill, a fairly big hill. So she was coming with some velocity and hit the same ramps that my son was using for his RC car. And these are like little. They were little skateboard kicker ramps, if you know what that means. It kind yeah, of like they're, they they're plastic, you. they're curved, yeah, and they're about I don't know, maybe a foot, foot and a half high. Yeah, yeah, I'd say no more than a foot, but yeah, but but the fact that they have the curve sort of launches you up. And, oh, sure, a foot oh, is not insignificant. No, I mean you, yeah, it's it's pointed up at a yeah easy thirty degree angle by the end there. Yeah, and uh, sure. Think, so she had a full head of steam, I guess, and rode her bike off the end of this thing. And not only that, but uh, they were, there wasn't a babysitter, but my, we had a mother's helper here that was watching all the kids. And she's like, I had no idea she was going to do this. And of course, so she was tra- tra- traumatized oh, by the whole thing. Uh, my wife was not there. And then my, my, but so she crashed. <laughs> she went up in the air. I guess she got, my, my son was telling the story today. He's like, Oh, I saw the whole thing. Yeah. And he said, she got some good air, but like the front, she just, she said, he said she came off the bike before she even like, ah. In the air, like separated from the bike, and he said the her face landed for her face hit first, like from all the first. stuff, and then the bike yeah. came down on top of her because when she got up, she like shoved the bike off of her and then uh, like grabbed her mouth and <laughs> went running inside. So she had some nice r- road rash on her shoulder, and her face is all jacked up. Uh, teeth were bleeding, gums bleeding. Oof, That's geez. what prompted the dental call. Now my daughter does not have good teeth. She will need some orthodontal work. Uh, so, but I was like, yeah, these are not her baby teeth anymore. Let's make sure that they're, they're going to stay. Yeah, in her they're head. not her. They're not her baby teeth. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, okay. So my wife took her to the dentist, and the dentist said, "I'm gonna take some X-rays, and then you're taking her to the ER because her eye at this point, her face had started to swell up, right. and uh, he was concerned about concussion and uh, the the uh, eye socket." And my wife gets to the ER and she's like, oh, I mean, this is an ER that's in town and we've been to a couple of times and it's usually pretty quick. Uh, I've been in there a couple of times myself and never really had to wait more than like maybe one person. She's like, they were fifth in line. She's like, there's all these people here, all their kids. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Warm day. Everyone Warm goes outside. Warm day. Everyone goes outside. They just start chucking sticks at each other, <laughs> riding their skateboards. Yeah. I guarantee you all the kids took their gear out from Christmas. Yeah. And no one checked it over, right? They, they need a neighborhood bike mechanic. No one looked at it to make sure the skateboard wheel was on tight or anything. Yeah. Jumped on their scooter, went right over the front. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, some, yeah. It's, it's amazing how careless of a people we are. I mean, I'm one to talk, right? So, <laughs> Blame it, everyone. Well, 
generally just us we're, we're very complacent with with the care we get I, you know i thought about this a lot as my bone was sticking through my shoulder almost like what would it be like 100 years ago i mean it wouldn't have been skiing right? yeah but uh, what would it be like for any of these people sitting in the er with not having an er just slap some water on it, it probably gets infected Ugh. this well, infection was a big off. deal. No, not yeah. not only be longer than a hundred years ago, but not more than like one hundred and fifty years ago. Infection was a big problem. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I think, yeah, you're right. I think more people would obviously these more of these injuries would be fatal. We uh, get uh, yeah, we get really and, careless. Yeah. It's bizarre. Warm days. I mean, let's ramp up to it slowly. Uh, well, we could have had we could have had a springtime, and so I think that. Oh, yeah. But the thing that to take away for your kids here, right? Is your daughter's obviously uh, some kind of daredevil. Yes. Uh, maybe we should do some preemptive instruction here. Uh-huh. Yeah. And get back on the like, you know, I don't think she's going to be deterred from this forever. She'll forget. Nope. Yep. It'll heal and then she'll try it again. Uh, oh, she's already got plans. <laughs> does she? Yeah. She can't even I talk. Mean, and she, that's the right. funny thing. She can't even talk right now. She's writing all this stuff down because it like hurts to talk because her whole face is so swollen. She didn't go she's, to school today. She's writing down her plans for the new ramp. <laughs> uh, she says, I learned to. So, so, so I, at first I was like, oh, cool. Good for her. She's trying jumps. And then I saw her and I was like, Ugh, uh, not so cool. And then I kind of heard the story and I was like, what? Why would you? And I said, were you at least standing up on the pedals so you could like, you know, take the ramp in and sort of control your uh, launch velocity and your launch right. vector? And uh No. So she's just sitting on that bike, <laughs> launched herself, no control, <laughs> right I, I into mean, the I road. Think, I think you should something we could do. <laughs> yeah, together we should take uh, we should take the kids over to the the dirt bike park. You know, the bicycle. Yeah, we call it the pump track. We yeah, talk about the pump track yeah. a lot. It'd be a great place for her to go and do small jumps off of dirt. Yeah, bumps. You could throw some knee pads on her. <laughs> uh, you know, wear BMX. some long. Helmet. Yeah, wear some jeans and a long sleeve shirt, right? You're going to skid out. Take, yeah. You don't want to take too much skin off. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> focus on – focus on. doesn't have to be overprotective, right? But get the – go from foam pit, maybe tone, tone it, <laughs> bring, it, bring it in a little bit, make some soft dirt landings. Yeah. I mean, I, actually, I was doing this for my daughter yesterday. She uh, – on Sunday was warm. She really wanted to do the monkey bars on her swing set. She wanted to go back and forth, back and forth. So I'm like, uh, let's let me fix this up first because she's – five and she's tall but she's not super tall and our monkey bars are about seven feet off the ground almost eight feet off the ground they're pretty high yeah and so she's trying to swing on these things climb across and you know how the kids i've seen kids do this and i'm always rushing in there like safety dad they start climbing on the monkey bars and they get going their legs start swinging back and forth and then one leg gets hooked around one of the the swing chains or ropes and the worst of those nylon ropes, right? Uh-huh. And now yeah. all of a sudden the swing is tangled up in their legs and their hands get fatigued and they let go. Oh, no. Right? Yeah. So they they either get hung upside down by their ankle and almost rip their leg out of their hip socket or they get some nasty rope burn on the way down, which is what I've seen happen and tried to save, but I was too late. Uh, so I preempted this. I said, okay, you want to do the monkey bars, let's... Let's get the swings out of the way so they don't get tangled up in your legs or around your neck and you just hang yourself on this thing. Yeah. So we, we, you know, I took those down. And then I'm like, well, this is a bit of a leap for you. 
And you've already, if you slip and you fall sideways, you're going to slam it in the ground really hard. So I took the rake and I raked up, it's a big pile of, you know, it's wood chips around this. <laughs> so I raked all the wood chips up, fluffed them up a bit more and made like a channel underneath where the monkey bars were. So I gave her, I gave her a good, maybe, you know, six inches or so more, but it was also squishy. So she could jump down without like breaking her knees. And if she happened to slip, she probably would be okay. Yeah. So you get to do a little bit of that, right? Let's uh, let's build you a bike jump, right? And let's 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 practice the technique on a small scale. Yeah. You know, we used to do this when we were kids. We used to jump over the up the slanty curbs, you know, on the side of the road, right, 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 in and land in the grass. Yeah, and I remember because there was this big spot at the end of our road where everyone would jump off the curb and land in this neighbor's lawn, and he'd always yell at us. And there's this big landing area grooved into his lawn that was always there. Never go away because we would always do it. Uh, I maybe maybe that'll work for her. I don't know. Yeah, which is the thing she said. So I talked to her a little bit, and then and she said, yeah. So I, and then she goes out to the bus stop this morning because her friend like came over to check, like I guess to check on her. I don't really know, but uh, she usually gets on a different bus stop. Comes over to our bus stop, and she's like, I learned two things, and she's saying like clenched teeth. Uh, one is to stand up on the pedals, and two. Take it slow the first time. <laughs> go, go a little slower. But you're also on a tall uh, ramp right like uh, that. Well, uh, yeah, that's almost slow is almost worse, but yeah, because yeah, you just flop right over the front. So I did ask her, I'm like, did you think about, you know, like jumping into the grass the first time? And it was obvious, like that thought had never crossed her mind. No. No. She looked at me like, oh, yeah, like light bulbs going <laughs> off. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I've been smart. Uh, I looked at her bike. Her bike seems to be in good shape. No, no, it doesn't look any worse for the wear. Nothing's bent that I okay. uh, quick, landed quick on glance. Her face. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. But the bike landed oh, on top of her and upside down or whatever. I have to go over it again. I did notice the tires were sort of flat, which isn't going to help. Um, <laughs> but her helmet, not flat, but they were definitely squishy. Because yeah, was she was she wearing a helmet at least? Yeah, she was wearing a helmet, but okay. the helmet needs to be replaced. Did she smashed the helmet on the ground. Oh, the helmet's like right over her forehead is is all crushed in, and it's like did all, that happen from this? I think so. Yeah, definitely some damage from this because the top is all like I think the bike right. might have landed on her head because it looks like the top of the helmet's like all smashed in weirdly though, not like yeah. or maybe like road rash, but I don't think she hit the top of her head on the. I don't know, but the front of it's all like crushed in the the you know the yeah they call it the. It's an interesting. I think it's. Maybe a little sidebar, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm mixed with the the helmet use. I'll wear it for certain scenarios, right? Yeah. yeah. This is one of them. Yes. I'm gonna jump my bike off a ramp. I'll be like, let me get my helmet on, and I should probably be wearing jeans. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's you know you kind of you don't want you even want the helmet in a certain position to protect because if it's flipped back too far, you're still gonna crack your head on the ground. Right. Uh, yeah. This is one of the scenarios where I'm in favor of pads and a helmet and whatnot. But, yeah. Uh, Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah. Well, I hope she. Yeah, I think you got to get in front of it, though, right? You probably know this. Can't just say uh, no. Don't do it again. Too late now. Too late now. (laughs) No, for next time. I mean, you can't just tell her don't do that anymore. You got to. I mean, I'm I'm a little surprised. Like nobody, there was no like, let's do some wheelies. Let's do some of this. You know, let's jump up because I have those little curbs. No one's like, hey, let's jump the curbs. It's no, let's hit the RC car ramp. I'm like, okay. Now, I'm a little bit curious. Did yeah. you ask her at all about what your son said? Uh, was there I, a little bit of uh, over-encouragement going on? That's you know, a good maybe? question. I I don't – that's a good question. I have not. And I, I kind of don't think that she needs it. 
No, <laughs> sure. But yeah. maybe he wasn't also a deterrent. Yeah. Right? So it's a little bit of a, 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 a side to this. Uh, my son had his friend over earlier this week. And now there's this water everywhere, right? And in our backyard, as you From know, but as our listeners okay. don't have. Yep. Yeah. There's all the, the snow. The rain. Melted. We had a lot of rain. But yeah, we did have rain too. So anyways, I have like this retention base. It's called a vernal pool, actually, mm-hmm. if you want to get scientific on it. And it's from the spring runoff. We'll get, gather in this pool and they're really important for the ecosystem and yada, 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 yada. Anywho, I have a vernal pool in my backyard and it's like, I don't know, three feet. Nah, it's not three feet deep. It's probably one to probably two is feet right now. Top, sure. <laughs> top. Well, and I'm sure it's squishy. It's hacking. Yeah. But, uh, jump the, into that. It's the kids cool. want to play in. They, my son has this friend over and, and my wife's standing in the kitchen. She's like, Oh, what do I do? Do I let him play? I'm like, well, that's a good question. And, uh, I'm like, are they gonna, are they at risk of hurting themselves? Cause, oh, and it's gotta be like freezing. And they're out there. They initially go out with their big boots, their bogs boots, waterproof, and then they shed the boots because the boots get full of water, and then the they're boots just are full. Yeah. yeah, so they're walking around in like ice cold water, barefoot, or in their socks, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and my... all your broken beer bottles are in there. No, no they didn't go that far back, but uh, they, that's a throwback <laughs> from on the previous episode. But um, and I, you know, I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't, you know, I, I'm with you. And then I said, you know what? Are they in danger? If they're not in like danger of physically harming themselves, like like likely danger. I mean, anybody could fall on a stick or whatever, like kind of fluke accident. But and they will. And I was like, you know what? Let them go. Uh, and so they they got. Of course, they fell in. <laughs> and of course, they got muddy. And of course, they got cold. But they had fun, <laughs> and it was. And so, but it, yeah, it's it's a tricky thing. You're like, oh, I don't know what to do here, and especially with the neighbor. Like she was like, I don't know what to do with the neighbor's kid. It's not my kid. I definitely would let him go. But I don't. I'm like, yeah, they're fine. They'll be all right. Right. They're, you know, mm-hmm. they're boys. Yeah, let, them, let them explore. Boys will be boys. No. Um, and apparently girls will be girls too. Yeah. The, girls will be girls too. I still say, you know, there's just a bit of, I've, this is the seventh time I've said this probably, but uh, prep. as she starts to heal, structure a plan with her, maybe make some drawings, talk about going to the pump tracks. We can do it. Get her, uh, you know, let's get her going. She wants to try this stuff. Let's let her try it. Yeah. Embrace it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you saw, you've seen Max doing some jumps on his bike, right? Yeah. There's pictures, there's pictures of this. Yeah. But he isn't a daredevil, right? I, I couldn't point at a giant ramp and say, hey, why don't you just do that one? He would never, <laughs> ever do it. He has done it incrementally. He does the pump track. He gets a little more confident, a little more confident, a little more confident. And then he starts trying tiny little things. And then he just over and over and over again until yeah. he gets happier with it. So, I haven't had to sort of pull him back. I just have to bring him there and encourage him to do it. Yeah. You probably have to do a little more of like redirection, not discouragement, but like structuring things before she gets the ideas in her own head. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'll be honest. I mean, I was never uh, an out and out like daredevil like she is like no fear kind of. I've always had that. In my head, like, and this could hurt. Maybe I won't do it. Uh, <laughs> or maybe I'll ease into it. Like, I'll try it slow first. She doesn't have that. She just pff, head first. <laughs> you know, and she doesn't oh. seem to be deterred. I mean, my, oh. you know, my uh. my kids would be like, I'm never doing that again. They'd still be talking about it. <laughs> I, I mean, they might eventually do it again, but they wouldn't be making oh, drawings man. about their next adventure. Yeah. And that. Uh, uh, so I joked about it. I'm like, what are you, evil Knievel? And as soon as like, the words were out of my mouth, I'm like, oh, no, what have I done? 
And of course, today she's now home. She has a role model. Well, yeah, watching Evil Knievel videos. I'm like, <laughs> oh man. I'm like, he got really hurt, broke all kinds of things. I think he even died in a jump in something, didn't he? Who knows? I, I don't, don't know. actually know. I'm like, maybe, maybe he's not the guy to be watching the YouTube. No, I think this of. summer that should be your goal. I want to see her launch her bike through a ring of fire. <laughs> fire? Yeah. yeah. Why not? It's not that big of a deal. I mean, it's as long as it's not like napalm where it sticks to her. You know, it's oh, just kind of yeah. Yeah. Right? She hits it, it falls over, and no big deal. Use the propane, you know, from your gas grill. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> uh, let's do it. Let's make it happen. Oh, no. Right. He didn't die from an accident. He just died uh, on the way to the hospital from uh, for- like, d- suffering from diabetes and idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis oh. for many years. There you go. He ate too much. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. I, sorry, I don't know anything about diabetes. Uh, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> well done there. Just give him a Pepsi. I do. I know some diabetics. Remember, I yeah. saved one. Oh, yeah. Dr. That's James. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what else you got? Because we got a lot of mail. We can just yeah, jump in. Yeah, we should in. read the mail. I'll only tell you my one little funny story that I thought was entertaining. It has to do with the, uh, the Lego robots. So, usually at dinner, we'll, we'll spend a few minutes talking about the Lego robots and what we want to build next. We haven't done a lot of building as you thought might happen, but they still like to brainstorm about what we could build. Everything that comes up that they have to do, they want to build a robot to replace it. That's almost better, I think. The brainstorming part, I yeah. think so too. I'm like we've done the we've done all the work we need to do. You don't need to, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, so so my daughter says, "Why don't we build? Why don't we make a robot that makes like Lego structures?" <laughs> And she didn't say structures. Maybe she said yeah. something else. Like builds Lego sets. Okay. And I said, yeah, that's a good idea. Why don't we make a, why don't we make a robot that builds Lego robots? <laughs> and she goes, hmm, looks at me. I'm, and then she goes, why don't we build a Lego robot that builds Lego robot building robots? <laughs> <laughs> and I go, what do you think would happen if we did that? She goes, well, they would probably take over the world. That's it. Yeah. Skynet was born. <laughs> it was so funny. I'm like, well, you got to that conclusion fast with the. Uh, That's funny. Yeah. The Lego robots building Lego build Lego robot building robots. Oh, what do they call that? They call that when the, uh, somebody says it's going to happen. The singularity. Next- yeah. Something singularity like that. When yeah, the, I don't the- know. Richters will write it and tell us. <laughs> Speaking of Richters, <laughs> Richters. See, I still can't get it right, and I apologize for that, Michael. I keep. Oh, I, I was pronouncing Richters because that's what you told me it is. And in my head, I hear him saying Richters, and I think he's um doll hearing placating you? people. No, what do you call it? Yeah, gaslighting everyone, uh, or just uh, rolling with it, like because people say Richters, and he's just like, yeah, good enough. Oh, it's Richters. I could, I, I'm not sure now. Oh no. Well. All right, he can send us a pronunciation I'm se- sound. I'm second guessing myself again, and I've gotten, been going over this for years. Oh, I apologize. All right, for that. yeah, well, right, let's get let's get into the mail. Okay, we got a bunch. I'm gonna start in the middle <clears throat> again from Peter Steinberg. Is appreciative, uh, and uh, I'm not gonna. We got enough now that I'm not gonna just read them word for word. I'm gonna kind of again because he wrote in before. Yeah, he, he wrote in again. Yeah, and he's uh, he's you're welcome for the shout out in the first minute. Um, I'm not sure what he means about the .com, .net, which, which to go to which, but... Uh, Comments on the website, sure, yeah. We're doubling down on uh, the .net. We're com- committed to that. All right. Intros change. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so more feedback on the show. Mm-hmm. 
He asks for uh, a single product rec- recommendation, an educational toy, an iPad app, a TV show, sports gear, anything you feel has served your kids well. Um, this was inspired by the piano teaching app, you musician, mm-hmm. which I have now um, bought as a guitar. I, I really, I've, I played around with it for a week or so and I liked it enough that what I really do like about it. And you, you kind of mentioned this without, I think really nailing it down, but the instant feedback to me, especially with the guitar was like, and I don't know how it's doing it. I don't know how it does the chords and all that stuff, but it's like, you're not playing this chord. Right. And then I was able to like figure it out and, and I'm not practicing for an hour or whatever, you know, a week before my next lesson and going back and realizing, Oh, I'm playing the chord wrong. This thing's telling me immediately, right. so I'm never practicing it badly to then go back and have to fix what I've learned poorly. So I, I really like it. I, I haven't gotten into it in like a week, but <laughs> taxes. Anyway. There were taxes, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, but yeah. Do but we I, have one? Should we pause and give a recommendation or come back to that? Okay, uh, we'll come back to it. Okay, we'll come back to it. But I, uh, yeah, I like the idea. We've tried to, we tried to do it, but we are really actually very informal. We've tried to do a tip, a tip a week, and even, and we can't, we can't step with anything. And the, we, if you, if you ask us to, we'll start to get that word game out. Cause that was, uh, no, I have something. a tip. I'll, I'll write down while you're talking. Okay. You write that down. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's a good idea. We can't seem to be focused enough to keep something in. Uh, every week, but that's my. Don't read my notes while you're talking. Just okay. To, you know. So I'm still okay. We talked about MCAS. I'm gonna skip over that. Um, he enjoyed our birds and the bees conversation. His son is only five, and his wife has a physician, so they have it. The, the conversation he says once every other night over dinner. Uh, which seems what? a little too much. No, it says this is wife is a physician and we are really open about this stuff, but I think it's an important topic. Yeah, it is an important topic. We, I haven't had a, t- a conversation about sex with my, in my kids and it's been a couple of three weeks, maybe even a month. It's been fantastic. I took a, I took a book out of the library last time we went. It says, uh, it's a big giant book. It says sex is a funny word. It's got these hilarious pictures in it. They're all cartoons, which is annoying. And all the people's skin colors are very strange. They're like bright green with orange hair. Uh, but they, it's been sitting on their shelf right in their face, and they haven't picked it up. Maybe they did pick it up because it was, like, upside down. Either they picked it up and read it or my wife turned it upside down because she didn't want to look at it. I'm not really sure which. But uh, I'll take it out deliberately before we have to go back to the library, and we'll go through it. We'll go through it again. Okay. Well, good. All right. Anyways, a lot of positive feedback. So uh, well, the key takeaway here is he wants a recommendation every week of something that has served our kids well. I'll take that. Um, mm. And to you. What? What would you write down? Well, well, I, it didn't. It's not about serving the kids well. I don't oh. know. I, it was more of a, a pro tip type scenario. Okay, something that I did recently. I don't have a product. I, I, I tend not to. All my products are bike related, or it doesn't have to like, be a name brand product. It can be a. What? what okay, where would you get sentence? a non name? Okay. <laughs> Like President's Choice? I mean, what are we talking about? No, you can say, like, I recommend tissues. You don't have to say I recommend Kleenex. Okay, yeah. Well, I have more of a, a pro tip um, <laughs> life hack, we'll call them. Can we there include life hacks? Yeah. So in our in our shed, which is kind of like it looks like a tiny house, so it's it's got some space, uh, we've been storing the play equipment, soccer balls, basketballs, tiny basketballs, baseballs, tennis balls, all kinds of balls, and uh, every other thing the kids play with as well as all the bikes and gardening equipment that sort of thing anyway there were soccer balls everywhere because i'm the coach and molly's playing and she got a ball and we have balls from all kinds of uh 
uh, old seasons, and they were just falling off the shelves, and they were everywhere, and they were in my way, and it was driving me crazy because I'd move into the bag. So I finally, I, I said, forget this. I need to build. I need to come up with something to hold all these soccer balls <laughs> where they're accessible to the children and to me when I need to get them to go to soccer practice. You said you need something to, 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 to hold your balls? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and so what I came up with was I took one of these. For some reason, we have like 900 of those Rubbermaid bins in the basement, although mm-hmm. they're not all Rubbermaid, but you know what I mean. Storage yeah. totes. Tons of them. Clear. Uh Clear. They're not clear. They're blue. Some what? of them are clear. They should be clear. That was that's a wave throwback. That's like oh yeah yeah. Ago. They should be clear. So you can. There was some of the, the stuff. The ones that don't have things in them are not clear because they've lost their purpose. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So we take. I took one of the giant ones, and I screwed it to the wall of the shed on the inside, not the outside, sideways, and then I stretched this net over the front of it that I happened to have laying around. Huh. Okay. And the net is sort of just, it just runs up the center, like top to bottom. Yeah. And then there's a gap on the bottom. So the net's, it's sort of stretched over the side, but about half a ball width up from the bottom. And then it runs up the middle, uh, but narrowly. So you can push the balls into the thing from the top and then you can pull them out on the bottom. Right. Or vice versa. Like a ball cage thing that you buy the balls at uh, Kmart in. Kind of like that, except <laughs> it's not a metal cage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we could have, yeah, maybe I could have built one of those. Uh, this is what I had available and it's, it's up on the wall and it's huge, right? I I didn't realize how big this bin was, but we must have like 19 balls in there. It's crazy. And the kids took all of them out today and played with them in the yard for some reason. I don't know why they did this. Yeah, have to be all or nothing. they, They put all of them away and they just stuffed them through the net one by one. It was great. Good. It was great. So this has been a lifesaver. Ball storage. Uh, I find I find that there's and this is sort of an expanded version of the tip there's no um what do you call it when something solves all your problems for you there's no Pen, magic wand penis, a silver bullet silver bullet that's one of them magic wand those are two good ones yeah uh to to sort of say like organize my shit you know people people always they buy these like garage organizer and they sell these organization systems that you get into yeah it's garbage. I mean, unless you know, mm-hmm. I guess that's why you have to have the consultant like come to your house. We we haven't had this. I'm making it up, but yeah. I know people have done it. And they come in and they look and they say, "Okay, you've got like eight pairs of pants, and you have a lot of these hanging clothes. So I suggest that you get these racks and these drawers, and then they organ they sort of decide for you." Without having that, you know, you have to do that for yourself. Is what I'm saying. You can't know what you're going to store until you start to do it and realize something needs to change, and then you fix it. It's kind of, it's a very iterative process, right? Yeah. We had too many balls, you build the ball storage. That's right. Now there's going to be some other problem to solve. We have too many bikes, but I'm not going to get rid of any of them. Keep those. Find a different the, place. To uh, the, I, I, I won't say those those uh, organizer things are garbage. I will say they're very expensive. They're very, yeah, the, the, the like walk-in closet ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, they're not garbage, but the, the way they, the benefit Modular isn't so stuff. much the organizing. Yeah. The benefit is that someone helps you decide which ones you need. Right. Yeah. Or you have to put thought into like, what do I have that I need to store? Not give me this storage system and then I'll figure out what to put in it. That's the wrong way, right? You don't buy a tool chest for your garage if you don't have any tools. 
And then you buy tools to put it in, even though you don't use them. That's like, that's dope. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. You don't, right, right, right. You're not building a ball storage if you don't have any balls. <laughs> right. I don't, I don't know why. That's maybe the intro. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, no, okay. Uh, for me, my ball storage uh, solution is when they put our shed in, I put like um, another board that ran the length of it. And I left mm-hmm. like a two inch gap between the wall so that there's like a little channel. Of course, yep. it's, it's at like six feet height. So the kids it's can't really get high. to it. But yeah. on the ground, we do have a bucket where we throw the balls in that are bucket. active. So, so that's a, you know, yeah, a bucket's a nice solution as well. Mine's like a giant sideways bucket. Yeah. It's just a giant sideways. It's permanent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not permanent. Nothing's permanent. I thought you said, well, it's screwed to the wall. It's fi- fixed. Of course. I mean, but I, I screwed it there with a, you know, an impact driver, I can always put it in reverse and take the screws out. Okay. Impact driver. Okay. Uh, moving along. There's your life hack. Pro tip. As far as yeah. something that served my kid well, my, my daughter's bike helmet this week. Yeah. Pro tip. Put helmets on the kids because they're clumsy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> we got we got three pieces of feedback on the cherry conversation. Mm-hmm. And the same person? <laughs> nope. Three different people. So okay. Joe Smith responded on the Facebook. Can we, should we recap it real quick? <sighs> people may not have listened to the other show. I'll All right. You 20, can, you 20 can seconds. Recap. 15 seconds. Yeah. My family and I went to a restaurant, new brewery in town. We had our meal. My kids are picky eaters. They gave them their ice cream dessert, which they were in the middle of chowing down. And then the server came over and dumped cherries on the mid scoop. And the kids almost lost their minds. That's the end of the whole story. That's the recap. Good. Yeah. It's not the full recap of our conversation. Oh, look, somebody else just sent us an email as we're talking. Hmm. Okay. Um, they can't have heard the show yet. <laughs> no, it's got to be for last week. It's Chris Newell, by the way. He wrote in just as just brand new. Just got in. Uh, okay. So where was it? Cherries. Um, Joe Smith on Facebook, who I, I don't know, says a fake name. Uh, could be, but could be real. I don't know. Maybe someone's trolling us with a fake name, a fake account, just to like it and comment on the face. It's a lot of commitment when they could just email the show at dads, dads being dads.com. Okay. <laughs> Joe Smith says, let it go on the cherries with an emoji or an emoticon. I don't know what you call Which it. Which one? Which emoticon? The cherry one. Oh, with a cherry. Yeah. Okay. The cherry. And then just enjoy, but that's, is that an emoji or is it? I don't know, whatever. And is that th- what the other email means? And then just enjoy the ex- unexpected. Thumbs up. And then uh, yeah, Peter. T- no. Telling my kids this. Where's okay. the other guy? Oh, and then Bruce. Bruce is at example.net. Is, are we getting like, do we? Have, are we getting trolled? Uh, no, well, that's just, a, I don't want to put my email in. I thought that was a fake. Like, I thought that was like a bad review. Go ahead and read what it says. Ah, uh, cherries. One star. Useless. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to make. I think he's talking about the cherries. Well, I think, well, really, you put that together. I No, I didn't understand. <laughs> I mean, these things come out of sync for me. Oh, yeah. And right. I saw you the email come in, show. and I'm like, you're giving the show one star? That's not cool. Oh. Why tell us these things? I think he's giving the cherries one star. Oh, so he's saying the cherries are useless? Yeah. But what's Joe Smith saying? Let it go on the cherries. Just enjoy the unexpected. So he sided with me. Like, this is sort of, you just got to go with it. Well, not yeah, side yeah. Explain, of me, explain that to my kids. I'll just roll. Uh, kids, just uh, roll. Uh, right. Yeah. Well, that okay. We're gonna get to the a little deeper in a second here with the third con, third comment. 
Uh, one okay, star on, useless. I, so I don't, I, I'm not even sure what, what either of these comments mean. One star useless or just enjoy the unexpected. Let it go on the cherries. I think I think that one's clear. The one star useless, I guess he's saying Bruce at example. Just skip net. over. Yeah. Skip, skip right. over that. Well, right back. Let us know what you mean. Okay. <clears throat> Tobias Meeks writes in. Long time listener has written. Uh, well, it's been months since we heard from him. I'm glad to see that he's still oh, listening. Tobias. The only one we, you know, I, I wonder if we lost him is Polo. Poyo. We haven't heard from him in eons, oh. but yeah. Uh, okay. Hey guys, I've always appreciated the apologist views of parenting expert, Randy James, but I think Jason's goofy banter has missed the most important part of this situation. I take a little bit of umbrage here because I did not have goofy banter during this, <laughs> this segment last time. And I will no, go back and listen yeah. if I need to, but, uh, a lot of times I would come with the goofiness, but with the cherry consent, I didn't. Okay, but yeah, the shocking part is that is actually his worldview. It's not who uh, a charade. <laughs> what that my worldview? Yeah, what seems like goofy banter actually is. Uh... <laughs> I'm, ki- I'm kidding. <laughs> oh yeah, it's Mr. Apologist, Apologist, sure. parenting expert, Randy James. I don't even know what that means. What is uh, what does that mean? That I'm apologist. Never fear, okay. resident. Restaurant expert Tobias to the rescue. Dun, da, 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 da. You had a <clears throat> bad server, bro. He used a different word and he called this bro, but we're going to keep going. Power through this. It sounds like the server was trying to butter you up for it with extra cherries for the kiddos. Cool, cool. But never ever, emphasis his, should a server make changes to a plate that's already in front of a guest. The no. kids were happy and probably would have loved the bowl of cherries on the side. Get it together. Yeah. Assuming the server. Uh, one minor clarification. They would have pushed the bowl of cherries onto the floor. Uh, they wouldn't have loved it on the side. <laughs> they would have been upset that it was on the table. But uh, yes, I agree with you. You don't well, so, change. So the overreaction of your children is sort of what bothers me. Can I fill you in with another anecdote that's related? Uh-huh. My daughter, when I was putting my daughter to bed last night, she she has a, her brain works really well. She remembers a lot of stuff. Maybe people in general have this this power. Maybe I don't. And she, something snaps into her mind. She says, oh, I don't, I don't want to go to school tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like, well, why not? Usually, like, she was like, God, we're going to make stone soup. And then they make everyone taste it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you, you're actually considering skipping school tomorrow so you don't have to taste some soup? Like, it's that bad for her. Well, have you ever seen what, have you ever, you know what the stone soup is? They put a stone in it. No. Yeah. Well, do they? I didn't know that was Yeah, they, they put an actual stone in it. What did, they go and find the stone. What did Molly have to bring in? I don't even know. Like but usually, like, this kid has to bring a potato, you bring a couple yep. carrots in, you bring some celery some in, garlic you bring some carrots mix in. mix it all up, and yeah. they, they taste the foods. And she was telling me tonight about how she she's very proud of herself because she tasted the green beans. She eats green beans. She's like, I like it. She had cold green beans and warm green beans, and she liked both of them. And then she was telling me about her friend Jack, who ate everything that was on her plate and wanted more. It was like pieces of garlic and potato and all these other things. And she's a picky eater. Yeah. Tastes uh, are a thing. The stone soup to me, though, just sounds doesn't sound appealing at all. This no, random assortment great. of vegetables that just yeah. thrown into a it's not like an Oreo pie or something, yeah, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, right. Kids hmm. would like that. That's what they should make. Dirt dirt cake. You ever had dirt cake? We were talking about this at my brother's birthday because he made a cat litter cake one year. Okay, 
it looked like and it was in a cat litter box. He bought a new one. Wasn't the same. I hope so. Yeah. Bought a new cat litter pan and made a cake in it. Not didn't put the cat litter pan in the oven, but it, it ended up it looks like cat litter and then he wow like he rolled up these Tootsie rolls to look like the turds. <laughs> And, uh, of course, we were joking. I mean, what you should do is make this awesome cat litter cake where everything is cake except for the turds are actually cat turds. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> they could – people would be eating the what? cake. Going, this is That's great. Disgusting. Let me disgusting. What are these made out of? <laughs> if, you, if you have an April Fool's birthday or something. Yeah, you, you poison. Can, uh, oh, my God. Just eat cat <laughs> crap. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think they'd figure it out pretty quick. Uh, yeah, I gotcha. think they would. <laughs> wow okay uh like, oh i mixed up those two things one was supposed to go in the trash yeah, i just uh, so the i dirt, had them on the two cake. identical plates the dirt cake is sort of like that you put like gummy worms and stuff and i, I don't, it's yeah. not really cake but it's like a pudding or whatever anyways hey you could put a real worm in there yeah, yeah it's gummy worms worm. and then one real worm that's like wandering around yeah. but the problem is the gummy worms turn into rocks because it's cold Right, and we've discussed this with the ice cream. Okay, uh, and then here, here's uh, some uh, a throwback. I also I went to Olive Garden for lunch on Sunday and encountered the dreaded dun 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 kiosk. I was aghast. I almost said kiosk. Yeah. Okay. When my father-in-law started playing games on it, I hope you just left him there. <laughs> Goodbye. Just, see ya. Parent, I, I'll tell You're you on this. your own for getting home, and they they might still be listening. I don't know. Uh. What I've noticed about the the elder generation is that they 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 lose their ability to give a um a, a a heck what's the right they don't care anymore who right the elder generation oh yeah I'm already starting to get there they don't care they do whatever they want they say whatever they want yeah. they're all kinds of racist and misogynistic just casually left and right being doesn't matter ah. I can say eh, what I, think, I want. I'm I think old. those constructs we're just forcing on people now. Uh, the racism? No, maybe not outright racism, but some of this stuff is. Okay, so you're doing it too. Yeah. Okay, I told you uh, I'm starting to get there. Uh huh. That makes sense. Don't don't get there. <clears throat> okay. The <laughs> it's not a good place to go. But the Z-Oz is one of those things. They'll show up at the restaurant and be like, whatever, I'm in my pajamas. I want to play games in this thing. I've seen you guys before. I don't need to spend my time with you. It's just it's just a weird. You t- we think of teenagers as being the ones that are like self-involved and uh, sort of, uh, well, that's it, self-involved, yeah. and just living in their own little world. And I think it starts to, it, there's a, there, it's like a big spike, you know. You're most uh, selfless exactly at our age, and it moves. I told as you, we, I'm getting as, out of as that. As we age, right? And now you're on the downslope. Yeah, I'm starting to not care. Yeah. You're on the downslope, right? So as you, as you, I was joking about the exactly our age thing. Who, okay. who knows? Oh. It's pro- it's probably right around <laughs> when you begin better. to have children, right? And you realize, like, oh, hey, there's other people in the world, and uh, oh, there's other people besides my children. There's children of other people, and you start to get a little more um, caring. And then your kids move away, and you're like, I've done all the th- what I can do. I'm just running towards death as fast as I can. I'm going to play with the Z-Hosk at a restaurant if I feel like it. <laughs> Tell me what to do while I have my six Manhattans. I mean, I don't know anything about your dad. I don't mean to paint him in that portrait. I'm just Ooh, my dad? mostly no uh, Tobias's dad. Oh, oh. Uh, father-in-law. Father-in-law. I apologize yeah. if it's two, but yes, they do their own thing. You told me not to buy those things for your kids. What do I care? I'm buying them anyway. Yeah. I like to see them laugh. That's right. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. They like candy. I'm getting them candy. Yeah. Tell me not to yeah. get them candy. 
gave you candy when you were a kid. You turned out just fine. That's right. Yeah. See, it's, I think it's a free. It's a freedom. I think that. I mean, not the racism and the the uh, <laughs> the racism we can leave behind, but uh, yeah, I want to play on the Seahawks. I want to play on the Seahawks. Give me a break, especially <laughs> yeah. especially if he's treating. <laughs> right? Yeah, he might be. Yeah, yeah. Right. That that especially drives it home. Be like paying for your kid's college. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> now all kinds of stuff. Uh, the kiosk. My kids. So we we nipped it in the bud. My kids like they see it on the table and they like reach for it and then they just put their hands down and they know that it's not going to happen. You don't put it under the table right away? No, I get well they no, I mean they're conditioned now to know that they're not going to this uh, thing is gone. Like we, don't well, even don't even get yeah. your hopes up. They don't even get we, their hopes up. That's what I mean. <laughs> my kids were staring at the ones at the other tables, hilarious. They're not even playing them. They're just watching the ads yeah, yeah. go by. I like, turn them all around. Yeah, so, I have yeah. to walk around yeah. to the other tables in the restaurant, yeah. turn around the Zosks. Yeah. Which is like, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm just getting rid of these dumb things. Yeah. They're ridiculous. By the way, you, the batteries come out of them pretty easily. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Found that when one of the kids knocked it on the floor. Uh, We haven't been to a lot of restaurants, but the last time... You can also apparently pay your bill through these things in a lot of places. That's the only value of the thing. Yeah, it's the only value. But I didn't realize that was true, and I had stuffed the thing under the bench. Yeah. And I'm waiting for the waitress to come back and be like, I think she dropped the bill off. And I'm like, here's my card. Why don't you take it? What's yeah, they going don't tell on? you. Like, That's the worst part. They don't tell you. They don't like, tell you. Yeah. Okay. Because they finish they up. Think everyone the knows. Yeah. It's it's been around long enough where they're like, mm, well, you haven't been to a restaurant in the last couple of weeks. Right. So we're, same thing. We're sitting there, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, maybe I have to use this thing because they're not like <laughs> we're dead to them now. They, we're ghosts at this yeah. point. They can't even see us anymore. Right. You're not ordering anymore. So I brought it on the table and I paid the credit card. And one of the kids like reached for it, and knocked it off the table. It exploded everywhere. Batteries. The tape. The tape <laughs> thing fell out. I'm like, oh no. Not the, on the hook for this thing or what? No, you just switch it with another table. Uh, I actually put it all back together. I was thinking like bulletproof. <laughs> it was like, this high grade plastic. I was like, oh my god. I mean, can we really not get by without? Oh, it's bad enough. enough. We all have phones. It's bad. Well, thanks for bringing that back to buy us a Zosk throwback. Just don't go out to eat anywhere that has them. I'm just sort of boycotting those restaurants. People I forget probably where we like went. That it wasn't. I was surprised. Oh, it was Chili's. Yeah, I know they have them at Chili's. Yeah, anyway. yeah. Michael, more mail. Mike. Yeah, more. Mail. We oh, got. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got at least two. I'm not sure we're gonna get to them all. Uh, well, we have three. At least three. One I haven't even read because it just came in. Um, Michael Richters writes in and he says, uh, and he corrects us appropriately. We're thinking of a derailleur hanger, not a dropout. The dropout is the part of the frame that the axle fits into. Still not giving context. So, okay. Yeah. So last week we talked, Randy talked about doing some bike, mate, bike maintenance and on uh, neighbor kid bikes. Yeah. And well, not only the neighbor kid bikes, but also neighbor adult neighbor bikes. Adult you bikes. moved along yeah. to a neighbor adult mm-hmm. bikes. Anyways, the part where the, the hanger, which is the little like mechanism that shifts the, moves the chain along to shift not for quite. you. Yeah. All right. Good. Doesn't matter. There's an extra piece on the bike. Yeah. I, and I think I said drop out. And what I well, was really derailers. talking about was the, the derailleur hanger, yeah. which is an extra piece of metal you sort of bolt on the bike and the derailleur attaches to that. And I think I even said partially because I think it's the only reason why we do that is because it gets bent a lot and it's easy to replace or bend back. Right. But it could also be because it's possible to change the shape of that thing. I think I think it's purely because it gets bent a lot. Yeah, Because this so. is a big lever having the derailleur hanging out there. Yeah. yeah it's, and yeah, you can't bend the frame if that oh, thing breaks. Oh, you can though. Yeah. No, I mean, you can't bend the frame back, but if this, so oh, it's no, like a safety, no. it's like a shear pin, basically, same idea. I was with someone last summer who, um, it didn't happen to you when you did it to your bike, but 
No, it bent. They got their derailleur. They got their derailleur jammed up in the wheel. Oh. And uh, not only did the hanger bend, but you jammed it in there hard enough, and it ripped the whole thing around and broke the frame. Oh, so <laughs> wow, wow, yeah, like you, uh, yeah, could have let up on the. Okay, <laughs> oh me, not you, him. I just, you, just, you didn't feel like hitting the brakes at all. Oh, at he some pedaled, point. pedaled just, through it, just kept going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, smokes yeah, flying right. off. It's kind of an instinctive reaction. Once it starts to feel weird, you don't just push harder. Yeah, like let me, oh, it's, okay, so he, jammed up. Here's a real question. Sorry. Um, but before he gets into the real question, I'm going to go into the, the, the other, uh, recommendations here. He says, uh, he likes the term flivver boob and you'll have to listen to last week's episode, the title to understand what that is. Fine. Fine. Yeah. Okay. It's basically the, the, the uh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. okay. Yeah. Fine. Listen, 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 listen. And then he says, if you wear headphones on a bike, I wholeheartedly recommend open ear bone conduction headphones. I've been using Trex titanium headphones for almost a year now, and they're great. Um, I listened to another podcast called Trail Runner Nation, and Trex sponsors them, I think, but I've heard them. And one wow. of the guys on the show is deaf in one ear, and supposedly, the because they're bone conducting, he he's like, it's the first time I've heard stereo music in however many years, 15 years or something like that. He can hear it. He can hear it, yeah. So Does he have hearing aids normally? It's a pretty interesting idea. I, I, I've been meaning to, and I'll, now that I have it sitting here on my computer, because usually uh, the podcast is in the car and I'm not on my phone or whatever. So uh, I'm going to look them up. But I, I think they're kind of expensive. But, I mean, I buy $100 headsets anyways probably once every three years anyways. So if it's not that much more, if it's about that much money, I don't know. might be worth listening to. So they, they I, he, didn't, he didn't say why. Well, because they, they leave the ear canal open. So? So you can hear all the ambient noise. Why do I need to hear ambient noise? All right. Well, there and this is a sort of a what's the word I'm looking for? Difference between ideological, ideological no. difference between. It's I, very simple. I, I, well, this a difference. It's whether you think it's. I'm just wondering, he thinks, wondering what he thinks. Why he thinks he needs the open ear? You know, I, the probably, and I'm going to guess, and he can write in and tell us next week. I'm sure the reason yeah. why he wears them. No, this doesn't make sense. But if he's ignoring, because he doesn't have a car, if he's biking his kids somewhere and he has his headphones in. He could be listening to a book, but he could still hear his kids if they spoke up. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Because there is really is like, I get this all the time. You can't wear headphones when you bike. You won't hear me honking at you when I'm behind you. I'm about to run you over. I'm like, that is the most insane thing anyone has ever said. Like, you're out of your mind, right? Do you keep your windows down in your car all the time and the radio off? They're like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. I'm like, it's, I can hear your horn. Like, Covering my ears with headphones is not going to quiet the noise of your thousand decibel car horn when you're about to run me over. It wouldn't matter anyway. So, sorry, I don't want to get sidetracked. Carry on. No, it's fine. I just looked them up. They're 130 dollars on the oh, on their right website. Near, uh, price point range. They're hideous there. though. Oof. Well, they got to connect to your bones. I know, but they're just very sort of big, and uh, I don't know. Hmm. Okay, bad yeah, review. A thumbs down for uh, that one. I, I would love to. I'd love. To, <laughs> this is one of the things is like I hate buying headsets because you're like, mm, it's a hundred bucks, and then uh, if they well, don't work, it's hundred bucks lost. What? Yeah. Do you know what I did? Uh, I'll give you my pro tip on this. Sure. I have. I use in ear headphones. Well, I, in the winter, I have headphones in my in the helmet pocket, uh-huh. and it's like a ski helmet. Uh, in the summer, I just use the earplug headphones for double the noise reduction. You know, so you have they're not only are they jammed in your ear, but they're jammed in with like the earplug membranes. Yeah, that's what. I mean. uh, and I've had the same ones forever because they have the short little cable and they connect. They basically they're a short little cable, and I keep buying Bluetooth receivers for them. 
Wait, you've, so that, you've gone, gone through the Bluetooth receivers? They break? Yeah, sometimes I wear them in the rain too much and they get wet and oh. they blow up. But they're, they're like 20 bucks. So I yeah. just get these cheap Bluetooth receivers and I keep the same headphones. See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can buy replacement receivers. You don't have to buy. You can buy like Bluetooth headphones and headsets and they're all integrated together. And that kind of sucks because you can't that's all replace I one part. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's good. I like the Bluetooth thing, but you can't uh, separate them. So sometimes I want to like, sometimes I have another set of speaker jacks or something to plug in and I can just take my Bluetooth receiver off and plug yeah. the thing right into it. And all I, of a sudden, you know, Bluetooth speakers. I, I do see the value in that. You should, um, you should give a, uh, a name brand there and then we would fulfill the request of, uh, um, there's a zillion of them. You know, I, I don't, yeah, you're right. Peter. You can just go on Amazon and look for like Bluetooth receiver. There's so many of them now. Yeah. Uh, and I think right now I'm using like a Joombly. It's got a really funny name. Bluetooth receiver. Right. Yeah, it's like this little circle, but there's tons of them. There's so many of them. There's one bestseller now for 15 bucks, but that's actually the backwards one. Sorry. Blah, 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 blah. Sorry. Yeah, you can just look it up. Tons, right. tons and tons. But he asked a real question, and, and I think this is probably going to take us to the end of the show. So I'm going to s- tell the other p- two people, Rufus and Chris, I, know, I see your emails. We'll get back to you. Rufus, I want to read the article before we respond. Uh, Jumble. Okay. What? Jumble. J-U-M-B-L. Oh, yeah. It's a really funny name. Uh, never heard that word before. King okay. sarcastic. It's like yeah. it's like Jumbler without the R. Yeah. Oh, there's you know no the website? R. Okay. Tumblr, <laughs> not Jumbler. Okay. <laughs> His real question is, despite owning even more bicycles than Randy. I do almost no bike maintenance and I can only just imagine to bring myself to do necessary repairs. Can you guys suggest any methods to motivate both adults and children to do things like bike maintenance that aren't immediately urgent? Things like, um, this is a tricky one, right? Because you're sort of singular on this because I don't do any bike maintenance either. I I don't, unless it's necessary. I get it. And, and I enjoy I fixing it, but I just don't. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think on. it's a, um, for me, it's more of a, a hobby. Like, I'm not doing it so much because I think the bikes need it and I'd be upset if I didn't uh, care for them. And a little bit of that. I mean, I want to make sure they're working because I use them so often. Um, I also don't want to give money to bike shops. That sounds weird. I, when we purchase bikes, I like giving money to the bike shops. Yeah. Uh, but it's since they need the repairs, especially when I ride them through the winter, I feel like this is just something I can do. And if I gave them my bike, I'd be without it for a few days. And that kind of stinks. So I can do it on my own schedule, which is huge. Uh, it's sort of therapeutic, right? Throw a book on the speakers or some music and you go tinker with some things. I, I, I We talked about this before. I, I understand when people like to tinker with cars and uh and fix things and but their cars are bigger more expensive obviously and uh, i don't have room for that so how do you motivate someone to do that maintenance i think it's the same question for like how do you motivate someone to remember to do their laundry each week uh not so much the folding them and putting them away because that's not so satisfying right so what level of maintenance are you doing making sure the bike is working and not breaking I'm doing the laundry analogy again. Like I always remember to do my laundry and then I fold it, but then it pretty much stays in the basket for the rest of the week, but it's folded. Oh, really? Because <laughs> I never get it into the drawers. <laughs> I get into the drawers by like the end of the week 
Because it feels dumb to like, it goes in the washer, it goes in the dryer, it gets folded, put in a basket, and then it goes in a drawer that I take it back out of again. It's really, it's an irritating cycle. And everyone knows this. Everyone wants a machine where you just throw it in once and it comes out all folded. I know you do. Well, I mean, that's what a Lego robot should do. <laughs> that was one of the things we listened to. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, to, more to the point, having a space that is dedicated for this sort of thing is important. Yeah. If you're actually going to do bike maintenance or bike work, you got to get the tools. You got to start to build up the tools. So you get a bike stand. Like that's how it kind of started for me. Was I said, I could do some, some of this myself and it'd be nice to do outside and hang and do with the kids. So I got one of these folding bike stands and, uh, I still have it, but I have another bike stand now that's mounted on the wall and it's more permanent. Uh, it's stronger, et cetera, and higher for me. Uh, but I've also accumulated tools over the years as I needed them. I would order new tools and then I'd use them more. And then it's like, I have the tools. So I feel like I should use them more. Um, it's very organic in that way, I guess. And it's kind of frustrating in the beginning, right? Because in the beginning you go, I, I, I this is easy. I could do this. I just want to do this little thing, or I just want to re- fix the derailleur or change these things. And you get into it and you realize, why is there a special tool for this? Like I have a wrench. I have all this stuff. I can't get this thing off. Because it needs a crazy special tool, I don't want to buy that special tool. This is nuts. You just take it to buy. You take it to the bike shop, and then yeah. Like, well, that's why it was a special tool. Maybe. I, I mean, the auto manufacturers do that, and then you can't buy the special tool. <laughs> and uh, and even and so then you even not even have to take it back to the like you can't just take it to, you know, Sal's on the corner. You got to take it down to right the Honda dealership because they are the only one that can get this stupid part. This happened to my sister in law years ago with a piece, but. Um, yeah, and the other thing I would say about this is sort of uh, put the time on the kid for for motivate motivate. It's tired. I'm late. It's wow. It's negative cage. It's, yeah, <laughs> I'm tired. It's late. Uh, put the time on the calendar. Like this weekend, I will probably set aside a couple hours, maybe not even a couple hours, where I will. And this is specific to bike bike maintenance, where I will put, assuming the weather is good, I will put the bike stand up and I'll be like, okay, at one o'clock, we're going to go through all the kids' bikes and I'm going to go through and make sure all the, mm-hmm. the, you know, everything spins, lubed. I won't, I, like I said, I don't break down, uh, down brackets and all that stuff like you do to, you know, make sure all the bearings are, and the races are all cleaned out and all that stuff. But I, I don't do all that stuff, but I will, you know, the bare minimum. Um, and then if for other things that, aren't bike related. If you put it like, okay, this Thursday I'm going to go through and clean off my workbench. And then next Thursday I'm going to fix up this RC car or something. And if you have the time dedicated to it, it's a lot easier because you're not like, ah, you know, I don't know what to do today. I'm going to, after dinner, I'm going to, you know, I'll watch a show. And then you're like, "Eh, no, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go to bed or I'm going to just blow off the rest of the night. If you like, okay, tonight, and you put it on the calendar, you can look forward to it and you'd be like, all right, now I'm I'm mentally prepared for it. I'm mentally set for this is what i'm focusing and, on and do it with the kids and I th- this is actually maybe it's a sidetrack we both listen to a lot of audiobooks i think this is one of the things that audiobooks are super great for oh yeah i do agree because too. you can yeah you can put the book on i can put the book on in the shed and i lose track of time i'm listening to the book and i'm fixing bikes i'm doing two things i'm basically you know reading quote unquote and i'm getting some uh some maintenance done some repair work done and some of it is is necessary and some of it is cosmetic i spent some time this weekend fixing the the racks on one of the bikes and i'm not probably not going to use it for another couple of weeks but i just wanted to get it done i had the rack um you know got these kids bikes rolling through that's that's nice i like spending the time doing it so 
I don't know. I mean, I know people, guy lives down the street from me was sweeping in the sidewalks the other day. And it's not like he's, he doesn't listen to the show. So I'm trying to think about a nice way to say this. He is a, a very neat person, right? He will work tirelessly. I mean, it is amazing when you go in their house. It is spotless all the time. But I, I think he drives himself nuts doing it. Like, uh, you, t- you can take it to the nth degree and yeah. just be like you're stressing yourself out over why is there so much sand on the sidewalk? I need to sweep it. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, it's probably something. But everyone thinks this way. Everyone is. You probably could have done something better with your time. But if it makes him happy, he should do it. Yeah. If it's what he feels like doing, how do you trick yourself? And that's the main point of this question here. How do you sort of trick yourself into feeling like doing it? If you, and, and, and the real answer is, like you said, if you don't feel like doing it now, what is it that you're replacing the time with? And what could you do to make it more entertaining or uh, rewarding? Yeah. Right? And I think blocking the time off is a big piece. Like if you just say, uh, set smaller goals. Like This Saturday afternoon, I'm going to take the kids into the garage and we're going to take this bike and we're going to put it on the rack and we're going to, you know, clean the chain. Just one thing. Like, boom, done. Yeah. We're going to go check all the tires for wear. We're going to pump them up. Boom, done. You know, task. Give it a task. Call it done when you're done. Don't make them urgent. This is true for work and life. Yeah, don't yeah. do anything that's urgent. Do all the things that are important. Do the things that should be done, but don't do them under time constraints that are that make them stressful. Right. Which is why I get in trouble for not responding to text messages. Because <laughs> I don't find that they're urgent, even though it was a text message. No. You're asking a question. <laughs> Your urgency is not my Somebody's on my case as well, I'm going to show you ignoring me. I'm like, no, I'm just doing something else I want to do instead of debating with you about are we talking about your wife again no not my wife no it's not okay shouldn't be uh like subtweeting my wife no (laughs) anywho (laughs) cue the music Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search Dads Being Dads Podcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.